We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, hi, Mark. That painful sound can only mean one thing. Mark Grody is going to join me right here on the Scores Fury. Oh, hi, Mark. Hi, Steve. What's your sunshine meter like today? My sunshine meter is pretty good. Because uh, Sweet Cheeks is over there in the production studio. She's with me oh, today. Sweet Cheeks. Yeah, Sweet Cheeks. And there's there's Baby T over there. He got the intro right for Mark Grody, the walk-up oh, music. So man. Everything's going well today. That yep. sounds great, Steve. Yep. Great. You know what? Any day I wake up to Sweet Cheeks' smiling face is a great day. Man. Yep. I didn't know you had it so good today. Yep. Indeed. Every day. I wake up with her every day. You, so, yeah. I guess you do. Yep. So I, meet, I look forward to meeting Sweet Cheeks. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, that'll happen. In the meantime, Mark Grody is joining me on the Score Hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. I wanted to play this from Ryan Poles and get from you thoughts, ideas. We've talked about this a lot. There's Robert Tunyon. There's Cole Komet. There's Jack Sanborn, new linebacker T.J. Edwards. It's all of the local guys playing for the Bears. Team. Is it by accident that there are four or five kids now from the Chicago area on this team, or is there something to it for you? No, there's something to it for me. Uh, I think when you have pride of, of your local team that you grew up watching, you knew what you know this club meant to the city, and you saw – um, some good times, some good players. I think you're a little bit more motivated to perform at a high level and um, and also lead because we've seen guys do it at a high level before you. So um, I always like that aspect. I think it just means a little bit more. So there you go. That's, I think that's he's he's a meatball, I just love, like I, Trash Panda's <laughs> a meatball. And our little boy has grown up. Our little trash panda grew up this week. Yeah, he did. Congratulations to Adam Stadzinski. Now, a, I can't even say it, a full-time <laughs> producer. Just because he spent so much time with us on Saturdays that somehow right. he was, I don't know what it is, Steve. You churn out success stories. It's All pretty right. amazing. I'm talking to a guy, the Saturday suckage man with a... World Series ring. Right, right. I don't know what like it's it's the dirty little secret. You work with Steve Rosenblum on Saturdays and good things will happen. I mean, Jordan Burnfield's out here doing play by play. so is um well, Anaheim what's his face? Um, Wayne Randazzo. Wayne Randazzo. Actually God. the the Randazzler was on the he was a guest here about three weeks ago or so after we started getting early reviews on the pitch clock. Okay, and he's and he in the story in the Athletic, Benetti was was quoted extensively, and so was Wayne, and he brought up Vin Scully, and I said, Wayne, this is for radio, this is how it's going. You're going back to Vin Scully. There's not always a lot of time 
to talk about it, and teams yeah. will seize the opportunity to have one broadcaster. You, you over there, you the go man. be Vin Scully. Yeah. We don't need the retired player. Now, I love Pat and Ron. It's it's a wonderful combination. They work seamlessly together. Pat's a pro. Ron's a pro. They know what they're doing. But uh, you watch. Teams are going to start doing that. Interesting. Wow. And you think, like, soon or 10 years from now, that'll oh, be the soon. norm? You already got the Angels what? already. Now, the Randazzler went from the Mets to the Angels. So yeah. Wayne is doing television. And he did radio he did. for the Mets, but he's doing television for the Angels. And thank goodness, because the Angels decided not to send their radio broadcast on the road. Still. Still. God. Saving That's horrible. Money. Yeah. That's horrid. That's it's really, horrible. I don't, I don't, I, why would you, could you imagine if the Cubs or Sox did that? Oh my you're, God. you're talking about, you're talking about quality announcers. You're talking about guys who, true pros, and one's a Hall of Fame elect in Pat. You know a Hall of Fame elect guy. Yeah, that's you know that? cool. I, I worked with the Hall of Fame. I know. You know. So years. share that with us. That's a really tr- a tremendous thing that just hit me that you know him that way. I did think about that as I was watching Pat do the stretch and seeing the highlights of him throwing out the first pitch. I did kind of feel proud. I mean, there was a part of me that I was like, oh, I I know how all of this works. I know the insides of that booth i know what drives pat i know i know that i've seen the excellence up front and it it is pretty cool to think about that i he he's a hall of famer and i got a front row seat for that whole thing for three years so i think it's it's pretty cool and i can't wait till the actual induction ceremony and the circumstances and surrounding all of it, it's going to be pretty cool when the time actually comes. There's usually a clash with some, somehow it'll affect Bears coverage, I think, when they do that. It, it actually may be before, now that I think about it, because it's the, no, it's not All-Star Week. They're going to do that in August. Are you going to go? Mm. Did you look oh, into I, that? I doubt it. I don't. When is it? July? You think it's usually August? I want to say it's in August. It always seems like I mean, it's probably gonna. It's probably gonna interfere. You vamp, Mark. Yeah, I'll vamp a little bit. My guess is that it's probably gonna interfere with my Bears coverage. So my guess is I probably won't go, but I'll be watching it and loving and thinking about it from a distance. That's for sure. And uh, and obviously. This is not a year where I'm going to be that where I want gaps in Bears coverage because it's going to be interesting. <laughs> well, let's talk about that. Yeah. Let, well, I was going to go back to what you were your original topic, and that was bringing in guys that are from here. And Ryan Poles sort of saying that there is some thought to that that they do think about that. And I don't know if I've ever heard a, I'm sure it probably has been said by a GM at some point in time where there are guys that are from a certain city and that's part of the formula or they like it. Cause usually, usually they'll say, Oh no, it's a nice thing. It's a cool thing, but he knows what he's got to do here. And then they start to talk about the pressure of playing in your hometown. I like the fact that Ryan Poles is embracing that, particular bit of psychology and he and he is a super fan i i thought the same thing steve and then i listened to the to kevin warren in full recently the, the bears new ceo 
And, and he said that every day he prays to George Hallis. And I was thinking, <laughs> what's going on here with these two guys? You got one guy, Ryan Poles, who's like, oh, we need Chicago guys, absolutely, the tough, the bears. And then you got Kevin Warren saying, every day I pray to George Hallis. And I'm like, oh, this is like, I like the way these guys talk, man. It's pretty nice. So, as soon as one of them calls it Chi-Town, they're fired. Oh. We, we, we run them out of time because that's, that's, you know, Roger Goodell and the rest of his – Rest of his NFL, get it, get I, out of here. It's just forget. It's, it. I don't it's, it's pretty. I, I don't know if it means a darn thing that these guys are from Chicago, but it is cool. That that makes for better stories. It makes for more interesting interviews, probably with some of these guys. But really, I I don't know what. It, it, if anything, personally, I would think it's harder for guys to play in their hometown because if they do start to either fail or not play well, then it can be a living hell if you're playing in your own town. And then you just don't feel good about your own town, and then you want to get out of your hometown. And that's that's a horrible feeling. See Eddie Curry for details. See Eddie I mean, Curry that was a, for details. See, the Bulls were a perfect example of what happened here. Now, while Eddie Olchek was terrific, there's a Chicago kid drafted well. As a rookie, that's the hardest. That's a part good one. Of it. That's a that's a good that's a good hometown story. And Chelly, Chris Chelios, but he came here having won a Stanley Cup, and yeah, he doesn't count. And yeah, yeah he's got he he had a ring, and and he was a co captain of the Lake Canadian. But that is still playing in your hometown. It means something. Now here you got guys who are coming in. None of them are rookies. Well, Sanborn was, but and Cole Komet was. Um, that idea, buying into that idea, the Bulls never did because they thought it would, Kraus famously said it put too much pressure on him. Then he drafted Eddie Curry, who Scott Skiles <laughs> had to explain to him, jump. Yeah. How jump. can Eddie Curry get more rebounds? Scott Skiles has asked. Jump. jump. Oh, it's great. So I, I love that idea, and I love the fact that it plays to meatballs. That's well, oh, it you're does. Go lean into it, right? Go full yeah, meatball. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I did a bit with Matt Spiegel last year on all the bears that had hometown connections and we just did it we we gave them a certain amount of bears like you get seven bears you get eight bears nine bears ten bears like i look at tj edwards right now eight bears for being from here so it's <laughs> eight it's, bears it's a fun exercise yeah, eight tj edwards Gets eight bears. Now, Cole Komet, I think, is the record holder with nine and a half bears. So don't mess with him. Wait, you get your what are the criteria? How do you earn bears? Uh just just hometownness plus goodness plus pride plus in hometown goodness. plus popularity. That's the formula. Plus I just his made sister up. is dating the guy from Iowa that the Bulls might uh, bears might Th- draft. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Lucas so there's Fan, a lot of yeah, commitness yeah. going on in the There's a lot of commitness going on and he he welcomes all. So and that that's what gives them nine and a half bears. By the way, the Hall of Fame weekend ceremonies are July 21st, 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Ooh, that sounds to me like the beginning of training camp, doesn't it? Yep, it does. I'm just it saying, does. I'm just saying you're planning pleasure. My no, guess I is, appreciate you asking. I just, I just thought, like, you're asking me if I'm going to go. Probably not. Probably okay. not. Unless, We're, like, I'm invited personally and they really want me there, but I can't imagine that'll be the case. Well, I just, I, you're, you're, it was more than a brush with greatness. It was working alongside and seeing how miracles happen and how, oh, no, how I Hall mean, of Famers go. And I bro. think that's a wonderful, you know, when you get a chance to work with a legend, 
that's saying something. No, it is. And I honestly, like, that, those were three great years. I couldn't ask for more in, like, 15, 16. It's all winning years. And here's the other part. Like, I sat next to Pat on the planes, like, on all the trips. Like, 99% of the time, I was sitting next to Pat. So I got it. And, we, and honestly, like, after a game, we're not really talking hardcore baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's snack time. Um, it's story time, it's fun time, and it's sleep time, quite frankly. So all of those kind of added up, and I, yeah, it was quite an adventure I had for three years. So someday, I don't know, I might team up with Steve Rosenblum and write my book, too. There you go. We'll you do that. Saying? We'll do I that. I love it. Let's yeah. do it. Let's okay. do it, baby. Um, I got I'll di- I got dish, too. I got stuff to say. Ooh, yeah. wow. Look at that. Yeah. We're, yeah. I'm there. We're there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mark Grody is my guest. He was a formerly of the Cubs cover. Mark, tell us. Don't ever play a game of horse with Pat, by the way. He oh, he heard. looks like a kindly old man in the oh, 1980s coogie no. sweater. Do not get on a basketball court with that man. He's a barracuda. It happened to me. I was oh. dead. I was cut off at the knees. Do not play basketball. Do not play a game of horse. Do not go anywhere near a court, parquet floor, otherwise with Pat Hughes. The man is a technician. Yeah. He, I mean, he shoots baskets every day. That's part of his Pat Hughes routine Yeah, every day. Yes, I mean, yes. he does the same stuff every day, and what includes, as far as I know, I mean, does he still shoot 50 baskets a day? I don't know. He was in 2018. I know I'm, that. I wear Kevlar anytime I'm around him if he's dribbling. That's the way it goes. <laughs> Mark Grody is my guest. You hear him all over the score all the time, but this week – If you missed it, you missed a lot because Mark Rohde does on the clock. He'll be doing that right up until the draft. It is a weekly show that Mark Rohde does with the Bears now having the ninth pick. And I want people to know this, that while much of the talk is, wow, that Skronsky guy, do you want a Northwestern guy who might be a guard, a Bears Johnson, Ohio State guy, protecting Ohio State quarterback? Yeah, we like them Buckeyes. Or we get the pass rusher. We get the we get the guy. What if the Carter guy falls to us? Do we want the criminal? Ryan Poles likes his guys pre-arrested now. You brought up with Howard Griffith this week a wonderful point, and I did not want Saturday suckage. Fellow suckageers, listen up. You'll be smarter for this. Share with the class your position, because it was cornerbacks, and the name you were talking about with Howard Griffith. Oh, Devin Witherspoon. Yeah, I mean, the as you said, the Bears picked ninth. The truth of the matter is, is everybody that I have spoken to about, like Lance Zerline, NFL.com, for example, and I've talked to other people, that if the Bears are doing best player available – at number nine, the best players that are available at number nine might be cornerbacks. And, I mean, there's a debate. There is a debate for sure on which there are three really good cornerbacks. Devin Witherspoon of Illinois, Christian Gonzalez of Oregon, and Joey Porter of Penn State. Those are three really good cornerbacks, and the Bears will would have a shot at one of those. So if they are thinking that way, they're allowing themselves to think best player available, they would be cornerback. Now, they still have a bigger need for offensive and defensive line, but that would be interesting. For, for the record, Howard Griffin, as you just mentioned, he he actually told me that he likes Joey Porter 
from Penn State better than Devin Witherspoon, which is ironic because Robert went to um, Illinois. To, he went to Illinois, so that makes it interesting that Joey Porter is his guy. But more people, I would say more people that I have talked to and the people that you could just go online and look at, they seem to like Devin Witherspoon from Illinois better. And I don't thing, know why, I, and I have this bad tendency to call Howard Griffith Robert. So he is he is Howard. I don't know where. I think I, I is I it Robert him, Griffin the third? Is that what I'm doing that yeah. for? RG three. What 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 is happening with me in that? I I don't. Well, it's Saturday sucker. Just can. Is that what it is? No, but yeah. I did it on I did it on my show too. And I'm still mad. I don't yeah. know what it is. Saturday like I, suckage. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's it's still, I'm still infected. Yeah. Well, as Hub Arkush, our friend uh, and football, our deluxe football analyst. Hey, how's it going, Steve? Tweeted out. <laughs> I hadn't heard that one before. Glad <laughs> he caught it. First two rounds of 2023 NFL draft are edge rush. These are the deepest positions. Edge. Cornerback, quarterback, and offensive line. So there you go. Yeah. That's good though. That's I mean, hey, perfect that there's still strength in the offensive line and defensive line because even though I'm bringing up this cornerback thing, I still think that they Bears have put themselves in a position because of what they did in free agency that they kind of have to really don't get cute, man. You know, like offensive line and defensive line. Now we said this last year too. I don't know if people remember the talking points going into last. All we were talking about last year, Ryan Poles' first draft was, well, got to get offensive line, got to get offensive line. And then they drafted Kyler Gordon in the second round. And then they drafted Jaquan Brisker in the second round. Oh, and we were talking about wide receivers, too. I, I should throw that yeah. out there, of course. The, and then finally they take, oh, Valus Jones? Who? Yeah. In the third round. So, And they did not take a, a line member, and it was offensive line. Until the fifth inning, and then they took Braxton Jones, and they eventually took Zach Thomas and old Doug Kramer, and whom I oh, Tyre Carter, who actually got into games at the end of the season. Doug Kramer spent the year on IR, so I don't know if that's what he's his philosophically when it comes to offensive linemen, but it might. And we have to we have to leave open the possibility that Ryan Poles thinks. He's got a an idea of what he, how he wants to go about getting offensive linemen, and it might be in the later rounds. I don't know. Well, I guess we're going to find out. We will, and Mark will keep you. When is on the clock this week? What day? What time? And you, what's Steve. the topic? Yeah, so the topic will be the Chicago Bears. It'll be this Thursday mm -hmm. from six o'clock until seven o'clock. Okay, and we we have not booked our guests yet, so we're going to stand by for just kind of wait to see what develops throughout the week before we start putting people on the show. But I'll be on from six o'clock to seven o'clock, and the idea of the show is to talk about the Bears and the the twenty twenty three draft, which is coming up on April twenty seventh. So, and I'll actually be on all day that day. I believe I'm working with Danny Parkins, so I get a bonus on. Hour that day, so I got four hours with Parco, and then I'll be doing uh, on the clock from six to seven this Thursday. Stay tuned to my Twitter for details on guests. Yeah, have, have Parkins leave yesterday to get into the studio by draft day because he's, where he's living and complaining about him. The Kennedy, it really is a mess. I, my, oh, I, I haven't heard. Like he's, oh uh, my was god, there, was oh, there a complaint the on the Kennedy? He's the worst kind of suburbanite. Never allow him into the city anyway. Well, it's bad because he used to be, he was briefly a city guy. And, you know, this is why I live in the city. This is why I live smack dab in the city. So I can, when I need to go to work, 
I either walk if it's in the studio. Um, and unfortunately, yes, I do during the bear season. I have to take on a little bit of uh, traffic mm-hmm. going to Hellsall, as you know. Yeah, well, he's now that he's a a leafy, moneyed suburbanite, that's it. He's sellout. I call them sellouts, yeah. man. They All my friends have sold out to the suburbs. It's been going on for the – everybody is traveling – to the far leaving the, yeah, leave west. the city leave the state that's what's right. happening right. so right, before i let you go i need yeah, i have this one the important question i've been saving okay. it to the end okay quentin tarantino turned 60 this week what's your favorite tarantino movie oh god i love that question i it's funny i've been really i recently bought i got to a point where i had rented the movie once upon a time in hollywood mm-hmm too many times, and, and I finally was like, I'm renting it again. Nope, I'm buying it. So, finally, <laughs> so it has made the rare queue in my in my entertainment system. That movie has been purchased. So that movie, that that has made some inroads in terms of my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. But I would say, man, it's hard to not say Pulp Fiction mm-hmm. for me just because it's awesome. Um, I love Inglorious Bastards. I think it's that's a really great movie, and it's very satisfying too. The what you know how they altered history in, mm-hmm. a, in a beautiful way when it came to Nazis. Um, so those two, and then can I add one more? And it would have to be Reservoir Dogs. Yes. If I, if I had to say, that's... it would probably. If I had, if you really, because you, you asked me my favorite, and I'm just sitting here naming movies. I would have. If I had to say, I would go Pulp Fiction. Reservoir Dogs and Glorious Bastards. Okay. What about you? What about right. you? Reservoir Dogs, um, Kill Bill Volume One, and Pulp Fiction. Okay, I never got into the Kill Bills, but I, I, got... I didn't. I didn't like two as much as I liked one. And you know, Michael Madsen. I just want him all oh. over the place. Oh my god! That's why Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, well, Michael he cut Madsen, yeah, he's... cut off somebody's ear. I mean, that I can't. You know what? I have trouble watching that scene now, though. It's just so gory. Okay, I, I, I used to love it in college. But it's, not, not, it's not real blood, Mark. No, oh, that's true. That's a good. Maybe it's I'll look at it real, that way. Not real blood. All Steve right. told me it's not real blood. You yeah, can't you hurt me. <laughs> you can't hurt me, Reservoir yeah, Dogs. Why can't I be Mr. White? Why do I? How about a little Mr. bit? Pink? How about a little bit of freaking solidarity here? <laughs> when he's in the bathroom talking, to yeah, him, smoking the cigarettes. They do make sm- cigarette smoking look good. That I opening, that opening scene in which Tarantino's in at the at the restaurant. Yes, is just incredible that the 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 way the camera moves and what goes oh. on. And the best thing about Tarantino is this, because he, he tells this to every class, and I love this as career advice. I didn't go to film school. I went to watch movies. That's good. It is. It's great. That's Just good. do it. Go out there and do it. Make your own ideas. Boy, he made his own way. All right. Mark, you're Mr. You. Pink. You're Mr. Pink, Pink Steve. Pink. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to be Mr. White. Why do I want to be Mr. Pink? See you later, man. Thanks, Mark. Mark Grody. <laughs> Thursday, 6 o'clock, he will be on for sure. On the clock. It's a great listen. Uh, leading right up to the Bears draft, Thursday, 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 and then the Bears draft. So catch Mark Grody, 6 o'clock on the score, 6 p.m. So take a break. When we come back. There's some national anthems I want you to hear. You have to hear. It's wonderful stuff. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. 
baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome and welcome back. Steve Rosenblum, Saturday Suckage. Be getting out of here at 1245. Zach's pregame show. Cubs baseball 120. Cubs, Brewers, game two. Cubs are undefeated, 162 and zero, my friend. And it would help if they traded for Shohei Otani. He'd serve a spot. <clears throat> he'd, he'd get a spot in the pitching rotation, and he'd be that power bet you're looking for. So anyways, baseball opened. Opening day, everybody played opening day on Thursday, and it's really a great video. The Cardinals had a very special anthem singer, and the team didn't even, the players didn't know about it. So here's what happened in the Cardinals opening day anthem. Performing today's national anthem, one of the most up-and-coming singers from right here in St. Louis, kicking off his final season as a player in St. Louis, number 50, Uncle Charlie Adam Wainwright. Adam Wainwright, Uncle Charlie singing the national anthem. Okay, it didn't suck. It, wa- it, wa- it wasn't great. He, he wasn't. A, he's not a a album quality voice. But he and he said later he was way 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 more nervous for that than any start he's made. And this is a guy who's pitched in World Series and won them. Adam Wainwright, because his teammates, you can see the surprise when they announced it. He's standing there waiting and waiting and waiting, and they're on the baseline and. Here's Uncle Charlie, and he's going to sing the national anthem. So your number five starter for the Cardinals this year, or whatever number you want, he was okay. But guess what? He was better than Sinatra. And I have proof. Sinatra, in 1977, sang the national anthem for the Dodgers opener. Tommy Lasorda, who never met a celebrity he didn't want to backslap, Tommy Lasorda and palled around with Sinatra. Sinatra was there, and Tommy said, Frank, Francis, he called him. Francis, Francis Albert Fernand. Francis, when are you going to sing? When are you going to sing the national anthem for? And finally, Sinatra got so worn out, he said, when you're made manager. At the time, Lasorda was coaching third base. Walter Alston was a manager. When you become the manager of the Dodgers, that's when I'll sing opening day. Well, 1976, Austin retired, or was retired, and Tommy Lasorda was named new manager. Well, here comes opening day, 1977. I had gotten there and paid a dollar for general admission and sat in the last row. We knew Sinatra was going to sing. Oh, my God, it's opening day. It's baseball. We're going. So we go. And walking out of the center field from the open gates is... Chairman of the board himself, Frank Sinatra. And he blew it. You can listen closely and you see he doesn't know the words, doesn't know the right order, and his voice cracked at the end. Here it is. 
up the lines his voice cracked it's a tough song but at least know all the words get them in the right order wainwright did wainwright better than sinatra so i mentioned earlier the girl as we do our our what a moiled version a circumcised version of the cultural zeitgeist mentioned with grody quentin tarantino turned 60 this week turning 80 this week man it was in who had a legendary monologue in a Tarantino movie, Christopher Walken. I don't want to touch that watch. It was in Pulp Fiction. He had a legendary monologue, a legendary scene. And and yet, for all of that, for everything he's done, he's best known for this. Guess what? I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. More cowbell. Saturday Night Live. He's got a fever, and the only prescription for this is more cowbell. And that's that sketch has been has resounded so well. Christopher Walken in a recent interview was talking about how everybody does cowbell in front of him. He cannot escape the cowbell. So happy 80th birthday. We're happy cowbell, I guess. That's what's that's what's gonna happen. All right. I I you know what? I wasn't sure I was gonna get to this. I love the Mariners. The Mariners are so much fun. Ty France of the Seattle Mariners jumped into Louis Castillo's new conference. Do we have the sound of that? All right, let's play it, Tyler. Louis on the end over here. Ty France, Seattle Mariners. Is it hard being that handsome? <laughs> yeah. He walks into a, a legitimate is it hard being that handsome? And Luis Castillo is, and here's where that came from. He's he's working through an interpreter. Luis Castillo, the the starter, was hit by a comebacker, and everybody's gathered around the mound. And are you, are you okay? Can you see? Are you all right? And he referenced teammate Cal Raleigh, and he asked through an interpreter when he was asked if he could see, "Is Cal still ugly?" <laughs> so that's how he knew that he could see properly. France and Cal Raleigh. That's why I love the Mariners. 
end of spring training. They took a golf cart and they went to In-N-Out Burger. This is one of the all-time great scenes. Great video. You can find it. They went to In-N-Out Burger and Ty France pulls up with three teammates, says, yeah, I need 150 burgers and 60 fries. Now, that's my kind of spring training. And sure enough, In-N-Out gave it, made it for him. 150 burgers, 60 fries, and they took the golf cart with the burgers and fries back to camp. I just think it's outstanding. Here's something else about the Mariners. Mariners fans, you can learn this. The pitch clock threw off James Karinchuk when the Guardians lost to the Mariners. Mariners found... After the pitch violation, they were counting it down. Five, four, three, two, one. I want Cubs fans, Sox fans to start doing it for opposing pitchers because it threw him off. You have no idea if you'll get him to commit a violation, but it can't hurt and it'll be fun. Five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, 630 Texter. Show's over now or soon. We will be leaving here. Cubs baseball will be next on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. It wouldn't have been possible if we weren't here to be told how much we suck. So, kudos to you guys for sucking as bad as we do. Oh, yes. Wait Wait a minute, minute, Mr. Post. Wait, wait. Wait. Oh, yeah. That's it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.